I don't need help. I'm not in an abusive relationship. This is just how it is for us. It's a lie we tell ourselves, one that many in abusive relationships repeat until they believe it. But there's hope. Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship, a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence. This show is about hope. You will hear from survivors of abuse, and their stories may sound familiar. They may even inspire hope. Our goal is to connect with others in these toxic relationships to offer that hope, and with supporters of our mission, anyone willing to help get rid of abuse in our culture. We also talk with the experts in the field, from the officers on the front lines of domestic abuse calls to the therapists and advocates helping survivors navigate this complicated road of recovery. If you're in need of help, please visit our website or call our 24-7 hotline, 800-828-2023. And if this is an emergency and you need help immediately, please call 911. Welcome to I'm Not In an Abusive Relationship. I'm your host for the episode, Dan, and I'm going to hand this off to a recording we received from one of our survivors, Michelle, who you can hear back in a previous episode. Uh, she was the inspiration for the podcast and her conversation with me was very enlightening and very powerful. So check out uh, Michelle's survivor story for that. She also shared this with us, a project that she did uh, in college, so uh, a little while back, but it's Michelle and uh, two young ladies that witnessed uh, domestic violence growing up and another survivor. So this is titled In Their Words, and Michelle gave us permission to share this as her project. Uh, so without further ado, In Their Words. Domestic violence, our story. I remember the good times, the days when you'd call me, when kissing was new and love innocent. I remember the look in your eyes as you'd hold me for hours. I remember when there was nothing more important to you than me. I remember walking miles, just holding hands. I remember when we'd never leave angry with each other. I remember when my love was worth fighting for. I was so naive when I met my future husband. He was my first serious boyfriend. I had no idea how to navigate a relationship. I didn't know what love really meant. I'd been simply taught to be a helpmate, to cook, clean, sew, and run a household. I wanted to be a good wife, have a dozen children, and live on the farm. It seemed so easy. I remember our wedding vows. I was so young, and yet there was something missing when it came to love. You were fighting to learn how. I believed in you, in us. We had good days and bad days, nights of bitter confrontation and mornings of lover's play. The times you rejected me hurt, but you were worth fighting for. When you wanted me sexy, I acted sexy. Anything you asked me, I did. I was your sexual fantasy. I even starved myself to keep my sex appeal. You were my everything. His control and manipulation grew subtly. I didn't see I was losing myself. It was little things. I don't like that dress. You have too much makeup on. You can't go out unless I take you. 
I don't like your friends. I need to know where you are at all times. You smiled at the mailman. Are you cheating on me? Then it escalated. I remember trying to pry his hands off my neck as darkness took over. When I awoke, everything hurt. Not because I was covered in bruises, but because learning to live with a dead soul is hard. It was as if someone had locked me in a box. I couldn't move, I couldn't breathe, I couldn't think. I wasn't dead, but I was barely there. Someone else had taken over my body. She was destroying me. I couldn't utter a word. I was too weak. She was created by a man I so badly wanted to make happy. He sent me roses, begged my forgiveness. He used to cry and ask, what happened last night? He blamed it on booze and Vietnam flashbacks. I was married to a man with two personalities. I'd fallen in love with one and was trapped by the other. I remember the cheating. You didn't even wait a month before you found someone else. I remember lying in bed, thinking back to the sunsets during the love of our innocence. I remember the agony of the nights, the numbness of the days. I remember longing to feel you hold me again. I remember the phone calls, love flooding back into my heart, the hope, the joy, the reconciliation. I remember how you lied to me and told me you loved me. I remember believing you, letting you back into my heart. The obedience training was simple, reward for compliance, anything less than total submission, and the punishment was my own fault. I had rules to follow, consequences if I didn't. Just to be sure, I understood how serious he was. He gave me my first beating on our honeymoon. It's so easy to get lost in the darkness of depression. How did I love you and hate you at the same time? You were so beautiful and hideous. Was it me or was it you? For a long time I thought I was the problem, that it was me who had failed you. He took me bow hunting asked me to get out of the car and run. I wouldn't. He started cutting me, shredding my clothes with razor-tipped arrows. In those days, there was no such thing as shelters or safe houses. The culture I grew up in didn't discuss domestic violence. The subject was taboo, private between a man and a woman. I was advised to try harder figure out how to make it work, to learn to bend, to yield. To leave a marriage was to break a covenant with God. Through the air vents of our house, I used to hear my mother's screams as she was beaten. She was never strong enough to leave. Instead, men left her. This is her fourth marriage since I was born. 
and she has the nerve to call me a slut? I can't deal with my new family, especially this new stepdad and his two crap kids. At least the last one didn't have kids, but he used to beat me up, so I guess you trade it up if I look at it that way. I hide in the closet, my sanctuary. Stay asleep, stay asleep. Don't wake up, please don't wake up. I can hear it, the fighting, the screaming, the crying. My father is home. It doesn't make sense to me, none of this does. My mother is so selfish. That prissy whore has always cared more about the next man she can find than her two girls at home starving for attention. I gave up finally after 15 years and four husbands. It's kind of hard to hope for change. I think it's why I'm an alcoholic. The word repent is written on a wooden paddle. When he holds that word, you pray for only two or three hits. Repent, repent, repent. His words are always the same. I come first, your mom comes second, and you come last. He tells me how awful a child I am. My sister starts crying. I guess he is done with me. He drags her out from under the bed by her kicking legs. My boyfriend Tommy is three years older than me, with a car and an endless supply of weed. It's a good relationship. He gets me high, I get him off. It's not as pathetic as it seems. It's not. Okay, it is. Being a victim is a deadly life. I know that. What I really want is just to be a normal teenager, spoiled and loved, someone who is happy and has goals in her life. I took my last beating four days before giving birth to my daughter. He threw our two-year-old son across the room. I remember screaming but I don't remember much after blacking out. What I do remember is coming to, going into the kitchen, and taking a butcher knife, ready to sink it into my husband's chest. Then hearing my son sobbing, Mommy. His cry stopped me from going to jail forever. I deserve to be loved to be chosen over men who have made my life hell. I will never be that person who takes a beating from a man like my mother did. I will do better than her. Tommy is just a passing phase. I'm going to stop drinking. I will be loved and I will be happy. But for now, all I want is for my mom to apologize. I hold it against her every day. So many years on, my mother doesn't talk about the abuse we experienced. I think it's better that way, somehow. My brother has Asperger's syndrome. That's just a fact I thought you should know. It's hard to make sense of things, of how it connects, if it does. I still love my father, not because I hold feelings for him, but because he is my father. I loved you when you were vulnerable. I loved you when you were brutal. I loved you when you were first. I loved you when I was last. I loved you when you hated me. I loved you in your cheating. I loved you in your denial. I loved you in your admittance. But this time, I love me enough not to let you hurt me anymore.
There are things that happened during this marriage I can never make you understand because I will never fully understand them. I have been a destitute, homeless mother of two children because of a man I married. How might I have otherwise lived? How do I make sense of a man who played Russian roulette with my life? Spun the chamber of his 38 special in my open mouth. It's been more than 30 years, but the taste of a gun in my mouth mixed with blood and saliva isn't something I will ever forget. Am I stronger? I, I am. am. Am I wiser? I, I am. am. Did I pay a price? I, I did. did. Did he pay a bigger price? He, he did. did. He died. I live. Does my faith sustain me? It, it does. does. Yes, it does. It, it does. does. Yes, it does. Thank you for listening to I'm Not In an Abusive Relationship. If these stories resonate with you and you need help, please visit our website, dasasmi.org. That's dasasmi.org. Or call our hotline at 800-828-2023. We are here to walk alongside you. Now, if you know someone who might benefit from our show, please share it. Social media, email, simply telling someone about it all help us spread the word and help us to combat domestic and sexual violence. We also welcome financial and volunteer support. That information is on our website. Thank you to the staff, volunteers, and board of directors at Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services. This podcast is produced with the help of a committee of dedicated advocates. Thank you to WBET Radio in Sturgis, Michigan for the use of their studio. This has been a podcast about surviving domestic and sexual violence and a production of Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services of Michigan.